Welcome to Live Edge, episode number next. I'm Matt. I'm Amy. Welcome to the show. We're effervescence is over here. <laughs> <laughs> she just said something about some effervescence. <laughs> Mail call. Uh, just skip right into it. <laughs> SRJ Woodwork sent me two stickers, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Put them in the shop. Chris, I, like I don't want to say his last name because I don't know if he wanted everybody to know. But Deputy Chris, he sent me from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department patches for their jail staff, for their officers, and the SWAT team. So that's awesome. And then he also sent me two challenge coins from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office. That'll go in the collection <laughs> right over there. What did you say? Sheriff's 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 That's what I <laughs> Also, he sent a shirt. Says he's got Saint Michael on the back and then L A S D on the front. If you can see it, right there. Watch out. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> if I don't put this stuff in the floor, I'll fiddle with it the whole show. You're a fiddler. There it is. All of it's got to go. Such a fiddler. All right. So tonight's show is five things your mama didn't tell you, and I almost put it as your mama didn't yo tell mama. you, but I put yo, you instead of your. You should have put yeah. I should have put yeah. Yo. No. Yo. Yo. Yo mama. You in the south. Yo mama. Yo mama. Not yo. Not yo mama. That's a bad joke. Lloyd's in the house. Yo mama's a bad joke. Yo is. Yo mama is a bad joke. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> well, mama yo mama so. No. <laughs> better not do that. We better not do that. We get in trouble. Yeah. That could be quick. That could. Yo yo. I almost said something because that could have. Never mind. Rude. Shh. Be quiet, Amy. Yeah. Okay. Zip. Yep. Zip. 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 If you haven't already, be sure to drop those states drop in state. the chat if you're on Facebook or on YouTube so That's that right. we can give you a shout out later in the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crazy time. We got a new backdrop if you haven't noticed. <laughs> it's not finished. It's not finished, but we will hopefully be able to finish it before next week. We're going to go ahead and tile the rest of this up with these octagonal. Thingamajiggers. They're not octagons. Well, they are octagons. Hexagons. Yeah. Hexagons. Octagon has eight sides. Three, four, five, six. Hexagons. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're going to put those up on this side too and uh, kind of finish it up, finish up the look. So. Yeah. Just sprucing things up. Whew. Somebody says that it's 16 inches of snow where they're at in three hours. I'm sorry. Holy cow. It's 70 degrees here. That's a lot mm -hmm. of snow. Huh? Mo hasn't sent one. We're we'll waiting wait. on the sawdust spotlight. Yeah, we haven't received it yet, but I will. I will make sure she gets one sent. Don't mess with my pen. Number one thing your mama didn't tell you about woodworking is getting sales and business momentum ain't easy. It's not always easy. Sometimes it takes time to figure out the right products that sell in your area, and. It just takes time to build the business up and to get your name out there. I know when we first started, uh, I've talked about it before, but uh, the first product I made sold pretty quick. Uh, so I made several of those, but there was some trial and error there where I would build something and it would just sit and sit and I would never get any nibbles on it. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted to buy it. And I was like, man, I, I missed that one. It would take a while to sell some of that stuff. And uh, it just it's frustrating when you're starting out and you're trying to make a little bit of money and it just stuff ain't selling. And it's just hard to figure out what's going to be uh, popular in your area. And sometimes it just takes trial and error. It's just, 
you know, you can kind of look at the trends and look at, look online and see what people, other people are selling and try to jump on that. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. And then sometimes you just stumble on something like our stove covers and it just takes off on you. But it just, that took a while. It took probably, man, a, a good year and a half before two years, maybe before we, I, she come up with the stove cover idea thing. And then mm-hmm. once we did that, we was off to the races, but it took a while, you know, it was a struggle, you know, so just, if you're, uh, it's easy to give up. It is easy to give up. It's easier to give up than to, than to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I know, um, uh, that's, I mean, but that goes with anything. Uh, it goes with working out. It goes with dieting. It goes with, uh, pursuing your dreams. Any of that stuff is when the going is tough. That's where most people get going. Yeah. You know, they get going. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to jump in there and do it because it's just, it's hard. It's not easy. And that's just, it's one of those things you gotta just kind of persevere through that stuff. She was supposed to send it to you. I got it. I can't show it. Oh, she sent something you can't put on there. Mm-hmm. Mo, you can't send that. It's got a. Uh huh. It's got a weapon in there. Yeah, I can't show it on YouTube. They don't like it. <laughs> I'm texting her now. Try again. It's a cool project, though. It really is. Go check it out. It's on the community. If you're not a member of our Facebook community, it's facebook.com slash groups slash 731 Uh We keep everything positive there, and I think you have to answer a couple two, questions. Two questions. Although somebody said in the uh, moderator chat that they were changing the rules on that stuff, so I'm not sure if we still have to answer questions or not. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> she... She don't know. We let we let our daughter pick the sawdust spotlight every week. She's unbiased. So, yes. She doesn't know anything about woodworking. And she's fighting for this one. She's like, it just looks cool. I like it. She's fighting for it, y'all. She's being a rebel. She's kind of st- stubborn and pig-headed. She gets that from him. <laughs> the backdrop we got from stageskins.com. We bought this a uh, couple weeks. Well, been a few weeks now. We just now got it up. Um, we got the light from Sweetwater, one of the best companies I've ever dealt with. And uh, he loves sweet man. I like them people. They nice. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna order another set of these tile things and hang them on this side of the wall. Just Y'all to need to reach out to Sweetwater and tell them how much <laughs> Seven Thirty One loves them. I think they're awesome. Yeah. Y'all need to just reach out to Sweetwater. Tell them that. Bing. She send you again. Yeah. Try this. <laughs> Trying to get the salt of spotlight in here before we continue on. If you have any questions, we're always uh, welcome, open to answer questions for you. She right. said that's right. Saw the spotlight. Oh, man. I didn't get his name. Their name. I can't get it. What am I doing? Oh, Lord. Buttons. I need to push a button. Dan McCartan, right? Check that out. He put his own spin on a uh, one of our tables there. It's a coffee table, breadboard ends. I like the contrasting colors. And uh, he did a really good job. Check that out. Good job, man. Good job staging, too. I like that staging. <laughs> you got it set up to see him. He sounded like donkey. I like that rock. That's a nice That's one. a nice boulder. Y'all like that boulder. That's a <laughs> That's nice it, boulder. boulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. You're funny. Number two. Number two. Number two thing your mama didn't tell you about woodworking. Somebody said their mama didn't tell them anything about woodworking. Well, mine didn't either. Mine didn't either. Well, we got we got the top five here for you. The number two <laughs> thing your mama didn't tell you about woodworking. One, if you're if you're in business now, if you're just doing this for a hobby and giving it to 
to friends and family as gifts. That's totally opposite of what I'm fixing to tell you. Hire an accountant. It, it makes your life much easier. We didn't for four years, and we did all our own taxes, all our own accounting. And while she did a good job with it, we didn't have any issues, but it starts to become a lot when you start, especially when you're buying and selling t- or buying supplies, tools, things like that. And then you start actually um, bringing in money too. It's just, it gets really complicated. And the reason I say hire an accountant, a business accountant is because once you do that and you, if you have your business set up correctly, then they there's tax breaks that they can do for you. I'm not a tax person, so I'm not giving tax advice, but there's tax breaks that they they know about that we didn't know about or didn't know have any clue of that will actually help you keep more of your money. <laughs> and an accountant will more than pay for themselves. So I would strongly suggest finding a good, reputable accountant in your area and using them for your business side of your stuff. And on that, I, I recommend also setting it up as a business. We did a sole proprietor for quite a while. And while that works, it basically lumps all your, t- in Arkansas, it lumps all your taxes and personal, your personal and business taxes into the same pool. It's just like they're one in the same. And so there's no way to really separate those out. When you set up your business LLC or however you want to do it, then um, you're able to separate those, those things out and, and, basically pay yourself out of the business and there's just a whole lot of stuff that an accountant can do for you. I know I, I was listening to you when I stepped out, but we can't stress enough how important <laughs> it is on this part, guys. Um, I ain't that, never seen my accountant, but the first time I see him, I'm hug his neck. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> we were so um, apprehensive mm-hmm. at hiring someone. It was more of a control thing, I think, it, than anything. It's like, I want to be, I was like, I don't trust anybody. I don't, you know, I just want it all. I want to know well, everything. Well, not just that, but like, I don't know. I, I felt like, well, they're just there really to make money. I mean, it's, I don't know. I guess that's kind of. I think we've had some bad. I don't know. Experiences with CPAs I don't know. before. I don't or something. think we have because we haven't really used one. No, when I was younger, like maybe, but I don't know. Find somebody really good, not just. Don't just step into some kind of big chain store that... Yeah, I'm glad you didn't mention names. I was worried there for things, a second. Some big chain thing. Um, <laughs> or somebody that does something out of their you know, garage yeah. three months out of the year. Um, find somebody very reputable that is good. Um, we were very thankful that somebody uh, referred somebody to us. Somebody that we trusted Thank referred so. somebody. And... We are so incredibly thankful for the accountant that we have been in contact with and found, but it was a game I'll tell you, changer. I'll tell you a, a, a horror story real quick, okay? I'm not going to call the name of the company because I don't want to do that. No. But, all right, so this year, starting in 2022, I knew that we needed to change things on the business side and make it, um, we need to separate it like we was mm-hmm. talking about. So I had already set up 731 LLC and, and we got all that set up last year in preparation for 2022. And I knew that I wanted to do it right starting January 1st, as far as separate everything. And that way, before to pay a salary and to pay and payroll to pay taxes, taxes and all that stuff. So I knew I needed to do that properly. And so I, I started looking online and I found a company online and it was just a, a I don't know. I don't even know how big they are. Anyway, we talked about it. I wasn't it. here. She wasn't here, but we did talk about it. And she's like, Yes, let's do this. 
And so during the call, the guy I got on the call was extremely knowledgeable, answered all of my questions, was like on top of his game. So I signed up with him. Without me here. I wasn't here. She wasn't here, but it doesn't matter at that point. We'd already talked about it, and you'd agreed to go with it. You'd already agreed it. She already agreed. We went, I paid these people, and then the we got in a call with our actual account, online accountant. Right, this guy calls us, and man, I was he's belching on the phone. I was really taken aback at the unprofessionalism. Like he was belching on the phone, he couldn't answer the questions. He sounded extremely distracted or maybe impaired. And then, and then he's like. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to set you up. We're going to backdate it. I'm going yeah, go to go ahead and things. I'm, I'm going like, to go ahead and, and email it to you right now with an explanation <laughs> on it and sends it to yeah. us and says, we want you to sign this and go ahead and send it in to the IRS. And I told him, I said, some don't feel right. Yeah. And so I immediately started questioning the guy. He didn't like it that I questioned him. And I told him, I said, request a refund right now because he prepaid. Yeah, you pay for yeah, you pay, pay a pretty good chunk for a year's worth of service. I was so mad when I found out what he had done, um, and he was able to get almost a full refund, all but hundred bucks, all but a hundred bucks back. And I said, call that accountant <laughs> that we had been referred to. I was like, call him right now. And I was so mad. And when he contacted the other accountant, he said, "Well, here's what we need to do." And we asked him about that backdating thing. He said, "No." He said, that would have sparked a whole lot of problems yeah. for your business. It would have done all this. I mean, we would have been in a lot of trouble. Would have went up, find somebody yeah, reputable. Been, yeah. Just, yeah. Find somebody yeah, reputable. Find somebody reputable. That's the moral of the story. Whew. And it would have been bad. So the online thing, like I'm telling you, man, these people, the, the initial sales guy, I guess is who it was, mm-hmm. was like legit, like knew everything, talked. He very sounded pretty. Oh, yeah. He made it sound right. And then, because I was like, hey, I want to, I want to do LLC. I want to, you know, separate everything. It's how I want to do it. You know, this is what we want to do. And, but see, they never talked about any of the payroll, payroll taxes, any of that stuff on that. I was like, man. So we got lucky. We got lucky. We got very blessed. Anyway, that's number two. Mm-hmm. All right, accountant. <laughs> that was a big one. Uh, it's, it's bigger than yeah. you think. And if you're, even if you have a side hustle, a side business, and you're making profits and you're buying supplies like we should have done it years ago and separated everything out. It would have made so much. It would have just been better off. We'd have saved a lot of money, actually, and been yeah. able to keep a lot more than we were paying in taxes. Yeah, because we thought that hiring an accountant meant that we were going to be out even more money. We were like, well, we're already having to pay in taxes on this income, extra income we're getting. Now we're going to have to pay an accountant, too. They have tax breaks that they know about that we had no idea about. Yep. He saved us so much money that we had no idea we could save. There's so many different credits out there that we have no idea about. You might, if you know those tax laws and all those tax mm-hmm. credits and stuff, you know, more. that's wonderful yep. power you to you. We just didn't. So, whew. <laughs> I'm just saying. Number three on this, things mama didn't tell you. Diversify your income streams. This is something that I've purposely done since really early on, especially with the channel, but also with the business, YouTube, the, I mean, not the YouTube, the woodworking side of the business. I wanted to be able to have local streams of income as well as online streams. I set up an Etsy store really early on. I've got an Etsy video. If you want to just search 731 Etsy, you'll be able to see it. But it, it 
most of that stuff still holds true. It's a little older. I probably need to do an updated one, but the, um, just, just getting your store started, it takes a while to start gaining momentum and, uh, Etsy likes to see new, uh, stuff popping up on your store. They like to see activity on your store, but those like things like that brought in a significant amount of money when I was building things just for the stove covers for the business. And then we was also selling locally. Uh, and now as, as a channel, if you're into content creation, sign up with affiliates, uh, you can get some sponsor deals, especially as you start gaining traction. You don't even really have to have a huge channel to get a sponsor deal. You can have, you know, smaller channels can get them, uh, affiliates obviously. And then, um, uh, 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 what was it? Oh, uh, ads. Once you get uh, monetized on YouTube, uh, just kind of split everything up so that you're not depending on one thing. So like just for instance, on this business, uh, the, the content creation side, just to draw the curtain a little bit back. Uh, we don't just depend on ad money from YouTube. Mm-hmm. If that was the case, then I wouldn't do this full time. I mean, it, it's a good chunk, but it's not, it's not the main portion. You know, it's not, it's not everything. I guess what I'm getting at. So be able to do diversify your income. Uh, like if you're just doing woodworking and not content, then have you a couple of things coming in, you know, something like Etsy is a good option. Yep. Um, really quick, do a couple of questions. Sweet. Uh, hold on. I had one on here. Married man says, do you have a separate checking account for your business? Yes. Yes. We do. And only the only transactions that happen in that account are business related only. Yep. That's one of the Don't things. Don't mix them. Yeah, that's one of the things we were doing previously because everything was all lumped. I had a I had a yeah. I had an account that was woodworking account, but we would use it for different interchangeably. Things. I mean, we had a Not separate a account that we you know use for our main account that we pay bills in from. But like, if he wanted to order me a gift, or mm-hmm. if we decided to go on vacation and. That's where extra money is. We would use that. But once um, we got the accountant, he was like, you have got to have a separate account that is nothing but straight business. Well, and so well, that also, we it, well, that, the reason being is if, say, you do get audited mm-hmm. and they're like, well, what is what is this, you know, handbag you bought? Why did the business need that? Why do like, you well, throw my handbag under the bus there? What's this uh, pair of work boots you bought? Thank you. Well, work boots will be for the business. Wow. What's this uh, iPad you bought? You know, whatever it is. Well, you know. thrown under the bus by the handbag. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying just, there. Just, just keep them separated. It makes your accountant's life easier. Yeah. And it keeps, uh, keeps the IRS a little more happy. We are just very, very, very cautious because we are, <clears throat> we're very cautious about making sure that Uncle Sam gets everything he's supposed to get because we don't, don't no ev- we don't, don't we don't want any trouble. Camel boots, that's right. Pay everything. Pay everything you're supposed to pay. Be as honest as you can because if they ever come back and say, well, you didn't do this right, we want to be able to say we did everything that we thought we were doing right. (laughs) If there's a mistake anywhere, it was a mistake. It was nothing that we did to deceive anything because that's the absolute truth. So make sure you do everything according to what you think is the absolute truth of what (laughs) needs to be done. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, we just try to do it right. Be truthful. Be honest. And that stuff is, you know, it's pretty simple as far as, as long as your bookkeeping is right. It should be just fine. You know Yeah. I mean? Gary Gunton says, hey, everyone, I finally was able to get hey, on here with everyone live. I hope my messages are going through. What's up, Gary? <laughs> 
Thank you, Clark. Mr. Clark Duncan says, my mama has always endorsed multiple streams of income. Mama also says quality over quantity. Mm. Allow God to use your woodworking to bless and build your family wealth. Thank whoop, you. Whoop, yep. <laughs> 4321 says, at Mo, coach is a handbag, right? One that maybe he should buy. <laughs> he should buy, Amy. <laughs> 4321 said it was for Boss's Appreciation Day. For Boss's Appreciation Day? Yeah. Where? Where does it say that? Uh, handbag is for bosses. Appreciation. Oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> we got to chat with the accountant about that one. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, hold on. There was another question on here. I'm trying to get back to it. Uh, how, uh, Chris Brown says, how do you tame the sawdust coming off your DeWalt miter saw on a beginner shoestring budget looking for ideas? So mine's connected to essentially a shop vac, and it helps a lot. Um, the DeWalt's pretty good with dust collection. It's going to be like most of it goes in that little port. Now, there's going to be some. I still have some that flies out onto the, the top of the miter station, but most of it goes in the little port if you get you a, a decent shop vac. Uh, I would recommend uh, even getting a um, dust deputy or a dust right separator. That'll help keep your shop vac clean. Right now I'm using a DeWalt dust extractor, and it's got like little dual filters and all that. But I do actually do have plans to change mine out for uh, something else with a bag. So we may do that later down the road. But a shop vac will work, long story short. Jamie is asking how my jaw is doing. Says it sounds a heck of a lot better. Went and had x-rays yesterday. The break is healing great on its own. Everything's looking good. Yep. Still a little bit too much swelling to do a, um impression, so I have to go back in one week. But they said everything is tracking and doing good, so thank you for asking. Gary Gilton says, does the small woodworking projects uh, make more revenue than the big ones? Well, it just depends, I guess, on how many you can crank out and how many you can sell. Now, we, I made decent money mm-hmm. making dining tables and you know, mm-hmm. end tables and coffee tables, stuff like that locally. But the stove covers, which were small, build them in an hour, shippable. Then, yeah, we generated quite a bit of income more than the bigger projects overall. But once those took off, I basically stopped doing the other stuff unless it was just something Galton? I really wanted to build. I think it's Galton. I'm sorry, Galton. Galton. Maybe. So I guess it just depends on, on what you're able to sell <laughs> locally or online. Gary, you know. tell me if, if it's Galton. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they said that we can build a handbag storage unit, and then we can write <laughs> off the handbag as being a marketing tool for the pictures. You guys are thinking See, outside I, I the like box. I like all these ideas. Yeah, I like I'm, it. I'm loving all the ideas. The good and thing is tools are, you can write those off. Our moderator, Stephanie, is reminding everyone to hit that like button. Let me do that real quick because I had <clears> not done that yet. Oh, I had already done it. Then I unliked it. And I liked oh. it again, though. I oh, liked you, it again. You just hurt us. You hurt us bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I fixed it. What I number are we on? Kind of... Four? We on four already? I don't know. I think you did three. Yeah, diversify? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you haven't done four yet. <laughs> Thank you, Moose Works. You say it likes the background. Thank you. Oh, Gary said, I still didn't do it right. <laughs> I still don't know. Galton? No. G-U-I. That, You're an English teacher. But it looks like an L in parentheses. Is that supposed to be an I or G-U-I-T-O-N? an L? That looks like an L. That does not look like an L. There's no dot above it. Here, use my glasses. 
Uh, <laughs> is it G U L or G U I? He says Gary. Oh, it's an Gyatin. I there. Gyatin. Gyatin. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Jim C says, what was the shipping cost for sew covers, U.S. Post Office Gary, or UPS? Gary, we need you to call us. <laughs> I use USPS because we don't have a, uh, we have a UPS drop. It's just extremely difficult to drop things there. I use USPS uh, priority shipping. And so from Arkansas to, say, Mississippi or Missouri was like 16 bucks at the time. And then from Arkansas to New York or California was like 50 bucks. So there's a huge spread there. So basically what I did for Etsy was if you offer free shipping, your um, listings get prioritized more. And so I offered free shipping and I just basically split the difference on 16 versus 50. What's in the middle. And then I added that on to the cost of the stove cover that I wanted to get. So the ones that went uh, a shorter distance, I would make a little more on, and the ones that went a longer distance, I'd make a little less on, and it kind of balanced itself out. Virginia Fry says, hey, y'all, first time I've hey, ever y'all. caught you live. God bless both of you. Thank you, Miss So Virginia. glad to have you with us live, Miss Virginia. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Miss Ann is here. She says, thanks hey, for the reminder. Ann. I smashed that button. Miss <clears throat> Ann is one of our favorite mamas. Mm-hmm. She's on here with us tonight. Um, so <laughs> they like that you said use my glasses. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Somebody asked, Rich asked, do y'all get to write off part of your mortgage? We don't write off part no. of our mortgage, but we do get to use part of our square footage. So I assume we did. Yeah. So what you do, you get to use... Careful tax advice. Oh, no, we're not giving tax advice, but this is, this is what I gave to the accountant. I don't know what he used because I didn't look, but... I gave him our square footage and then of our, t- our total square footage. And then I gave him the square footage that we use for our office in here and the shop outside. I also gave him all of our electric bills for the whole year, our uh, internet service bills. Cell phone. There, your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any others? And I think that's it. I gave all of those to him. And told him if any of those could be used, uh, because I told him, like, there's a certain percentage that you can take in. And when I did our taxes, I just put it into the online system and let it calculate it. And so I gave him all of those bills and then told him to do with it what he could. So I don't know how much he He worked his magic. Yeah. So if you have a home office, give it to your accountant and see what they can do with it. Because that's what we did. Mm -hmm. I just gave him my square footage and what we use for this. So we we just measured our office and our our shop and gave them our total house and said, this is what we use for this. This is what we've got. We didn't do anything, but we we have never counted any of our mortgage. No, I don't know if we can do that or not. I don't either. We gave him our mortgage mm-hmm. statement. Now, whether or not he did count part of it, I have no idea. Welcome, Melissa Pittman. First time. Number four on the list that Mama didn't tell you about woodworking is you don't have to give the family dis- the family discount. It's okay <laughs> not to make everyone happy, including Mama. Including your Mama. Unless you're... Miss Ann. Miss Ann. If you are Miss <laughs> Ann, Jason. <laughs> if Miss Ann is your Mama... Jason, gotta make her happy. Gotta make her happy. Gotta make her happy. That was our thing before the show started. Yeah, we said it. Miss Ann, <laughs> that was the one thing we said before the show tonight was you don't always have to make your mama happy unless you're Miss Ann. You're Miss Ann. 
you got to make her happy. Uh, in all seriousness, on the on the family <laughs> discount, a lot of people expect you, and it's okay to give people discounts. I'm not saying it's not, but they they expect it for nothing sometimes. Yeah. They want you to build it mm-hmm. and say, you know, you just spent two hundred dollars on lumber, which is now not outside the box. Yeah. And they want you to build it for a hundred dollars, you know, and you're like, I'm trying to grow a business. I really can't do that right now. You know, it's, it's an awkward conversation sometimes and, but it's okay to say, you know what, I'm really trying to make this business grow. And if I take this hundred dollar hit, it's really going to hurt me this month and I can't do that. I'm sorry. You know, just kind of just explain to them, let them know that uh, you, you just can't, you know, you can't. We'll be right back. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Um. <clears throat> so there's a comment that right. I'm not too happy be- with that's on here. Where's it? Mackenzie McLean made a comment. What's she comment? She said, "So does that mean that doesn't apply to me as well? What that you don't have to make your mama happy? Oh, <laughs> uh-uh. <clears throat> that's our daughter, by the way." <laughs> Mackenzie McLean, come say that to my face. <laughs> That's funny. No, Mo, you don't always have to make your mama happy, but your mama is always, always going to be in your corner. So <laughs> do with that as you will. <laughs> Jim Williams says, Banner. <laughs> uh oh, we're going to ban you, Mo. <laughs> That's funny. She could get muted, though. <laughs> Alien leader said, you better run. <laughs> That's funny. Jeremy Godwin says, I appreciate y'all so much because of your influence. I've, I've launched my first ever side hustle, woodworking business outside of full-time ministry work. It's awesome, man. Good job. Samantha says, my boyfriend finally finished Yay, one of his mini Samantha's projects boyfriend. now. Yay. <laughs> Everybody, let's hear it for Samantha's boyfriend. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> That's awesome. It it's hard when you're dealing with friends and family, especially when you're when you start oh. doing stuff like this. You're getting, you know, you're starting to try to build your business, and mm-hmm. and they're wanting you to build stuff or make stuff for them, and and mm-hmm. it, it can be it can it can be hard. It doesn't have to be. It's not always difficult. Sometimes you're like, yeah, I'd be happy to do that for you, but yeah. you know, sometimes it's like. But uh, you know what? Yeah. Out of everybody that's going to stiff you, family or friends are going to be the ones to do it. <laughs> sometimes. Some family, mm. some friends, not all. Not all. But if anybody's <laughs> going to stiff you, it's going to be one of them. I'm telling you. Somebody on here said charge. For, it was married man said charge family and friends double. They should be helping <laughs> you get started, not the other That's way funny. around. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it's it's hard because you want to give family and friends discounts because you care about them. Mm. I mean, you do. You honestly care about them. And a lot of times family and friends want to pay you a little extra because they care about you and they want to help you get started. 
But then sometimes you give them a price and they're like, well, dang, they're really overcharging me because they don't understand the price of <laughs> yeah. everything. They don't understand. And sometimes it may just need you to explain it. Say, okay, yeah. lumber is so, like really you know, high it's, right it's, now. It's, it's kind of hard sometimes. Hey. What's up? You know what time it is? Power tip time. Power tip time. You got the power tip? Psst, you got it. Oh. I was just reading Stephanie's link. <laughs> Anyone know what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> the power tip is to always... Always invest. Reinvest. Reinvest. In yourself. Always. Slash business. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I give that advice all the time because it's worked for us. And we've, since day one, since the first project sold, I took the money and put it right back into the business and buying supplies and tools as we've gone along. And it's just, it just as it goes and, you know, your business grows, you're able to do that a little more not saying it's, it's perfectly okay to use that money for bills and, you know, taking your wife on a date or vacations and whatever you can do. Yeah. But the business to grow has to be fed. And the only way to grow a business I know of is, is feed it money. <laughs> you give it, you know, what you equipment and supplies, stuff like that, as you're always trying to improve your skills and your business and uh, just and also reinvest in learning new skills and, and stretching yourself and uh, not being afraid to give a try to a project that you think it may be just a little outside your comfort zone. Because I've done that many, 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 most every project I've done, I, I feel like it's outside my expertise or or my skill level. And uh, sometimes you'll surprise yourself and sometimes you'll find out, yep, that probably was outside my skill level. But that's okay. Yeah, it's, it's so easy, I think, sometimes when you... When you're getting started and you've been broke, like us. <laughs> a joke. Broke. broke is a joke. And you make that little bit extra money and um, you so bad maybe have wanted something and you want to go out immediately and buy that thing that you wanted. It's so easy to go spend that money on that and not reinvest that money back into wood again. Mm. Because you're like, man, I don't want to buy raw materials again. You know, I want that I new just shiny turned saw. It, I just turned it into something already. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, to go buy raw materials again. Um, and especially now that they, they cost so much. And sometimes it feels like it sucks real bad. But you have to remember that you're, you're building your business and you're building it from scratch scraps mm-hmm. and so it it's tough yeah, it's hard yeah it's hard. but the struggle makes it worth it it does mr mike adams says uh, is it okay to make uh stove covers out of pine i made them out of spruce which is very similar to pine very similar to pine they work i made hundreds of them out of spruce so that's what i would do jessica ann o'brien says have you ever worked with a coach uh i haven't used a coach per se but I did join a, a program called Channel Jump Starts by Daryl Eaves. Um, it's uh, about building your YouTube channel. We went through it last year, early last year, and it really helped the channel. It really helped me understand how to grow a, a, a YouTube channel and, and what types of content to try to, how to figure out what types of content work and what don't. Kind of, it's it's a whole like a twelve week program. So it's not really a coach, but kinda it is. Uh, and every- we we um, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I don't want to talk about that part yet. Um, so all of you that are prayer warriors, if you will say a prayer for PJ, she said, if you don't mind, say a prayer for me. I've got some health problems going on. That's Pray PJ Barker. She's on here with us every week, and we appreciate her being here with us. We love her a lot. Mm-hmm. She's always, I like PJ. She's mm-hmm. always, uh, yep. She she's always got my back on here. 
and we got her. So y'all say a prayer for PJ. 4321 says, do you see it becoming tougher <coughs> to sell items with the changing economy and money maybe getting tight for people? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Even so, <clears throat> um, so like on our website, we have build plans available and um, we sell those uh, in various ways, bundles and individual plans, things like that. We have some free ones too. But yeah, I, I actually saw, we talked about it, the, um, when lumber started going back up in, uh, was it March, February, end of February, March, like we saw the plant sales dip. Like you could just watch it. They just, mm-hmm. and, and then now it's kind of, it kind of does this all year anyway, but it really had a pretty good sharp decline. And I think that it had a lot to do with the money getting tight and uh, that kind of stuff. So especially right after Christmas, uh, January, February area. And you'll even see it if you have a YouTube channel that's monetized, you'll see your ad rates drop on how much per thousand views you get. So like some channels get $5 per thousand, some get 30 per thousand, just depends on your niche. And you'll see it drop right after Christmas because all the ad buys are going away because they bought them all for the last quarter of the year at Christmas time, stuff like that. So you'll see that little ebb and flow there. But, yeah, we've seen a little bit of a dip. Hey, Chubby Beaver. <laughs> Glad to have you with us. Don't you love that name? <laughs> yeah, it made me chuckle. Chubby Beaver. <laughs> oh, I can That's say that hilarious. I love it. <laughs> good times. Good oh, times. goodness. Question, do wives count if they are yes. also moms? If It normally <laughs> in my best interest to keep her happy. Always keep her happy. Um. Why? Yeah, mm-hmm. you better keep your wife happy before you keep your mama happy. Just saying. Ooh, that's a loaded statement right there, though. You better no, be careful saying I'm stuff like you, that. You better. Who you live with? Who you live with? Your mama or your wife? <laughs> you gonna get some people in trouble? <laughs> you better not pit wives against mamas. I'm not saying to pit them against each Woo! other. I'm saying who you live with. That's what you just said. Who mm. would you rather me make happy? Oh, I know who you're going to make right, happy. Exactly. I'm just saying. Exactly. But me and your mama got along real good, so <laughs> I like your mama a lot. <laughs> now what I'm I, talking about. I, I, got, I got blessed in the in-law section. See, I got very blessed there. So, <laughs> him on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> he got my mama as his mother-in-law. Easy, easy. <laughs> Bless it. <laughs> King Clax got a. I like your logo. Oh, King Clax got a says I currently own a cabinet I refinishing swear. business. I want to I slow down. Where are you going now? I keep here. He wants to slow down and move forward. Booberger. The question is, how do you transition from one line of business to the other? Um, man, it's a, it's a slow process, and you already have probably some woodworking tools and things, so you're kind of ahead of the game there. Um, the way we did it, the way I transitioned out of law enforcement into this was slow and steady wins a race and just slow and steady building things, uh, just getting new customers and building up the Etsy store and then eventually the YouTube channel building up and just affiliates and things like that, just kind of diversifying your income streams, uh, kind of everything we've talked about so far is kind of the way I would go about it. Uh, some of the people in the chat may have you uh, better suggestions than me. She got a little cold. Yes. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. awful. I don't have a cold. I have a sinus infection from the stupid pollen. She was outside blowing pollen around. I had to get the pollen off our back porch and it gave me a stupid sinus infection. Ugh. We'll be right back. 
Hey, bar and girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. Bryce Jacobs says... uh Oh, you're not spamming. Uh, he wants to know about books for woodworking. Oh, if anybody has suggestions for books, some? yeah, I've got several, but I haven't. They're not in here. They're not. I haven't read them yet. I couldn't I'll, even tell you who the. I'll tell Moda send me the names of them. I couldn't tell Are you. Are they who, on your nightstand? Yeah, but I don't know if they're good or not. So I don't want to recommend them. Oh, okay. I just got them yesterday. Um, who asked that? <laughs> Bryce, Bryce. Uh, when will you read them? You think? I'll peruse them over the next few weeks. Just email me, Bryce. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let you, I'll get you the links to the ones I bought, and you can check them out, read the reviews. Low Fat Logan. Oh my gosh, I love that name. <laughs> Jeez, what a wonderful name. Low Fat Logan says, "Any tips for a younger woodworker with a college type budget? Twenty-one and yonder, under for reference, but I can't talk. And yonder, yonder, and yonder. <laughs> Low Fat Logan wants to know. I would, uh, man. Mm. So college budget." I would assume your space is limited on where you're building at. Cutting boards well, are going to be popular. We well, may, but I don't know what Ooh. type of. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm assuming much here. Uh, you're on a, a, a low budget, okay. so you're going to want to use lesser cost uh, materials. Stove covers were huge for me, man. I'm telling you, and, and you watch the 2.0 build. It's the exact same. You build them like that. If you can stage those up on a stove, take some good pictures of them. For me, those things sold very well. And from people that's buying the plans and I talked to back and forth, they say they, they, they sell well for them too, that you can build those pretty cheaply. Uh, cutting boards are always popular, especially if you can, as young as you are, uh, put yourself out there a little bit, go to some real estate agents and tell them that you're making cutting boards and try to work out a deal with them to supply them with cutting boards for their new clients. Uh, Jeannie and Davis, we had them as a guest on the show um, a few weeks ago. They, they did that or doing that. That's kind of one of the ways they're bringing in money and, uh, Stuff like that, just I would I would I would keep it fairly small uh, because you can build them quicker and you don't have to worry about building big large items. Uh, you can always expand up to that later. Mister Tom is uh, on. He says I joined late. Are you feeling better this week, Miss Seven Thirty One? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sunday was my first day that I felt some relief, um, but I went back yesterday for X rays. Everything is tracking, and my broken bone is healing. I still can't open my mouth all the way, and I'm still, I can tell I'm still holding it weird when I talk. I can still tell, but I'm feeling much better. Somebody asked me twice, and I meant to ask, um, ask you the answer the question on an outdoor finish, a good outdoor finish. If it's a clear coat you're looking for, spar urethane's a good option. If it's just like just to treat pine with, I've had Cabot Wood Oil, they sell it at Lowe's, I think, or Home Depot, maybe both. Uh, it, that's what we use on our outdoor furniture and it's holding up extremely well. We got a year in now on the, on the, um, sectional that we built mm-hmm. and it it's still looks great. It still yeah. looks just like the day I mm-hmm. put it on the deck. Like it's, it's held up excellent. Mm-hmm. So I'm really a big fan of the cabin Woodle. And that's the only thing I did was I sprayed it on and let it dry for, it took 48 hours or something, mm-hmm. didn't it? To dry. And then once it's, it's dry, wonderful, man, it's good stuff. Was that the answer to Dylan? Uh, Any so, exterior top coat? Yeah. Okay. Top coat, just spar your thing. Yeah. Um, Mill Pond Woodcraft says, Amy, aren't your in-laws outlaws? <laughs> yep. Yes, they are. Yep, yep. That's right. 
in-laws or outlaws, outlaws for in-laws. Jay Eckert says, does the college have wood shop or woodworking class? Ooh, I don't know. That would be cool to know. Yeah, I don't know if colleges do that or not. Some might. Some might. Um, Rich said, Jeannie and Davis just sold a $6,000 table. Insane. That's cool. Yeah, you know, some people, um, oh yeah, somebody said I need to wear them. A mask when I'm dealing with pollen. That's what I should have done. Should have given my RZ mask. I'm telling you. <laughs> some, otherwise, I, I wouldn't sound stupid like this. Um, some people do really well with those big projects like that. They mm-hmm. they won't even fool with a small project. Uh, somebody that we went to a class with a while back said that he won't even mess with a little project. He will only do these multi-thousand-dollar projects. That's all he'll mess with. He won't mess with anything small because he thinks it's not worth his time to do things like we've done. Mm-hmm. But Everybody's got their own approach. Yeah, I mean... If you can do it, man. It's whatever you want to do, what you're comfortable with. We, I mean, if I could make one table a month for $6,000, I'd make one table a month for 6000 <laughs> You know We're not I mean? going to sell that around here. Yeah. There's We're in no South way yeah. that in South Arkansas, in Monticello, you're going to sell a table for $6,000. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not going to happen here. Um, it would be like a once-in-a-lifetime sale of it. Yeah, you know. Uh, yes, somebody asked if they could send something, to, if we had a P.O. Box. Uh, it's P.O. Box 731, Monticello, Arkansas, 71657. Mm-hmm. 71657 is the zip code. Yes, Steph. I, I took some Benadryl before the show, hoping it would help. <laughs> it did help a little. It did help a little, but I keep having to run out because I keep getting like... Mm-hmm. Um, Michael wants to know, do you think it's too soon to start batching small projects or items for Christmas, uh, for the Christmas season? If you got a place I to don't store think them. it's too soon. I mean, it just if you're expecting big sales and you got a place to store them, I just made this... I oh, mean, I wish I had that. a I little... A little uh, bandsaw. I'm going to release so a short on this. I, I, I filmed a short. It's edited. It's uploaded. All I got to do is hit release. It's a bandsaw reindeer. I actually got the plans from... Man, I feel really bad. I bought them from somebody else. And uh, it was basically a template. You can take it on a piece of a 2 before, which I used leopard wood. But you can put it on a piece of 2 before and cut these out following, following the design on a bandsaw. And it's just... It's just a really cool project, and I'm, she loves Christmas stuff and reindeer and leopard, and leopard wood. wood. So, without so further have, ado, his name is Mistletoe McJingle. I named him. Yep, he named him. Can you see him really good? <laughs> Let's see if we can hold him up there. Yeah, here you go. It's kind of blurry up there. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so the way this He's works, so cute. The way this works is uh, on the bandsaw, you wind up uh, drilling a hole with the forcer bit here and here. And then you take, uh, follow the pattern and just cut out the shape on both of them. And then, of course, the legs. Uh, you wind up cutting out the horns and all that stuff. It it come out excellent. On the community tab, there's going to be a, a really good picture of this in a few days. I've got it scheduled to release. And then also the short, I'll release it. Uh, it but anyway, uh, when the community post comes out, I've already linked it to the uh, channel. It's really rough with him. If you just search... Uh, Bandsaw reindeer, it'll be one of the top results that, that you see there. Woodworking, where? Man, I, I don't know. Anyway, I use his stuff. So I love him. He's going to sit on my desk all year long just to keep the spirit alive. My boy builder says it's okay to get tools from Marketplace used. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as, good, as, long as they work, man, there's nothing wrong with that. Just yeah, be careful. Just make sure they work. 
I'm, I would meet at a really good public location. I wouldn't meet in no shady place. And uh, of course, table saws and stuff like that. You're going to have to go to, to the, pick them up wherever they're at. But mm-hmm. yep. But uh, um, I was going to say something else about that, that deer. Anyway, there's that. <laughs> Vincent says, sorry, I'm late to the party. Welcome to the party. Yep. Number five tip. We never got to number five. Nope, not no, yet. Oh, number five thing your mama didn't tell you about woodworking is, this is from Miss Stephanie, our moderator. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says... It was a good one. It was. She said, mama didn't tell you, you're probably going to be your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Go easy on yourself. Give yourself grace. That's a good one. Because I am by far the hardest person on myself. And yes, she is. is the hardest person on herself. When I build something, I can... I can point the mistakes and the errors in this reindeer right here, right now. I can see them. You better I know where they're leave at. Leave him alone. <laughs> I know where McJingles' errors are, <laughs> and that's in everything I built. This desk, uh, that end table right there, uh, all the stuff in the house, like that I built four or five years ago. I can walk in there and say, "Yep, that's where I messed up on this one. That's where I messed up on this one." That, so yeah, we we can be our own worst enemy for sure. He is. He um. He always finds what's wrong instead of seeing everything that's so wonderful and good about <laughs> things that he's done. And But in it, my defense. It irritates me sometimes. I'm like, why can't you see how wonderful things are sometimes? In my defense, but that's how both I, do that. I look at it. I'm like, man, I could have done so much better. And next time I, I will because I know where I messed up. Mr. Clark Duncan says, Matt, have you split wood thickness with your bandsaw? Yes, uh, we did. That's actually, was it that one? Yep. I uh, resawed a little bit on that. Uh, and then this morning, I actually resawed uh, some walnut and made some coasters out of it. And they're over there. I don't have them. They're not within arm's reach. But yeah, I have. And it works really well. I'm very Damon pleased with Barber it. Barber wants to know hey, what Damon. number four was. Number four, Mama didn't tell you. Uh, to, uh, you didn't have. Mama didn't tell you you have to give the di- uh, family discount. Or, or you don't have to give the family, dis- family and friend discount. Yeah. And you don't have to make everyone happy, including. Your mama. Unless, unless you're Miss Ann. You're Miss Ann. Mm-hmm. If you're Jason, you have to make your mama happy. Because yep. you got to make Miss Ann happy or you have to deal with us. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do our states really states. quick. And I'll probably miss some. I was trying to get them all, though. <clears throat> we have Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, Canada, eh? and House, hey. House 731, <laughs> Mississippi, Connecticut, Illinois, Michigan, I'm getting <laughs> Idaho, <laughs> Kentucky, South Carolina, baby, <laughs> from low-fat Logan. We want to visit Charlotte so bad. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. New York. Alice Hilliard says, how do you keep from being too hard on yourself? Trinidad. I'm really not a good person to ask on that. Like, I'm very competitive with myself. Oklahoma, Ohio. Everything from woodworking, weightlifting, running. Went for a run this morning. I get to do two and a half miles. I'm like, you should have went three, you lazy sucker. Why'd you go on two and a half? Or why'd you quit early? Why didn't you go three? Like, it's just, I don't know. You just kind of have to, at some point, be like, yeah, I'm, I'm all right with two and a half. I'm kind of tired. I won't go on. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing with woodworking or anything you're building. At some point, 
you're going to wind up being detrimental to your project uh, versus improving yourself. Uh, you just kind of have to find that happy medium. And uh, that's kind of it. Sometimes it's hard. It is hard. It is hard. South Carolina baby should be the name of the state. Uh, Mr. Mike, yeah, the, the wind bandsaw I couldn't um, resaw on because the blades weren't thick enough and it just it just wasn't made for that. It only has like this much room under the guard. The new one I got, I think, 13 inches I could resaw. Uh, it's a Rikon. There'll be a video on it uh, at some point. I got to do, I don't know if I want to do a review of it. There's a bunch of those reviews out there on Rikon bandsaw. It's the 326 model. I may do a video where I just show, you know, like, you know, what's the magic number? Five, five projects that uh, you can do on a bandsaw or five things you can do. Something in that spin and show the bandsaw and talk about the features of it. Um, it's a really good bandsaw. <coughs> I've been extremely happy with it so far. <coughs> Excuse me. Tom, Mr. Tom says five <coughs> hip surgeries. I don't run anywhere. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I bet. Oh, Utah is here also. Trying to make sure I get I'm all these. Yeah, Alaska. To get these questions. I think. Sorry, I Moose Works. Alaska's on here too. I did not get Alaska a while ago. Sure did not. Vincent says, "Any hopes of the new trends or scrapwood projects coming soon? Scrapwood projects coming out Thursday. Uh, so I hope Thursday. If I can get the video back from the editor, I think he's going to have it back. Um, it's it's uh, just using like some couple of pieces of scrap plywood to make a shop project. So it's pretty cool, and. Uh, and, and matter of fact, Sunday, South I should have a new desk build. It's super simple bet desk that's a plywood top that I had a piece of scrap leftover plywood for the top. And the legs were just a couple of pieces of two by sixes that I had left over that I cut down to two by twos. Pocket holes. It looks really cool. It's got, I put some walnut edge banding around the outside just to cover the edge of that um, plywood, but you could do spruce or anything like that. So those, I guess, could be a scrap wood desk. So, yeah. Okay. So, we also have South Africa, Germany, and Australia. In we here. actually get quite a few South African um, viewers uh, on the channel. I get and emails from a lot of people from South Africa. So, Tornadoy. that's pretty cool. Yes, bless you. Stormy Tornadoy. What is that? What is that? Tornadoy. Tornadoy. Do you, JJ says, do you regret any purchases? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, a good question. It is a good question. Um, so... This is kind of silly. I bought a like a wind hand planer, electric planer. It was like twenty bucks at the time. But honestly, at the time when I bought it, it was more. It was twenty dollars. But the the amount of money uh, versus like the I didn't have twenty dollars to buy, it, and I thought it would help me. I bought it, and twenty dollars was a big deal to spend. It sounds silly, but it was. And and I got it, and I've, I've used it maybe twice. It's on the shelf out there, but. Um, there's a few few things in the shop that I bought over the years. I'm like, why don't I buy that kind of thing? It's oh, Jared was on here tonight, and I missed him. But Sorry, some things, Jared. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably use it one day. Oh, Stephanie saw Jared, though. Jared was on here tonight. He said, buy Miss Outlaw, and Steph told him, buy Jared. I, <laughs> I missed him. He, he was one of my kiddos last year. I didn't have him this year. I, didn't, I missed him. If you're still on here, Jared, good night. <laughs> He said goodbye to me. Mr. Bill Lloyd, a two-by-two is Southern for two-by-two. Who said that? Oh, what's a (laughs) two-by-two? Southern Yak Fishing said, I love your videos, man. 
<laughs> like, I love your name, Southern Yak. <laughs> <laughs> I like King Clack Local. Uh, Damon says, was well, the power tilt worth repeating? For you, it is. But only for you, Damon. <laughs> King Clack, I need that design yeah. in 731. You got to tell Damon the I'm power tip again. Power tip is reinvest in yourself or your business. So take your profits, take your skills, and be sure to... So like even what I've done over the years is I have an Audible subscription and I will listen to audiobooks while I work. And specifically, I like Stephen King books, but I also like business books. And I've read tons of them. Start with Why, Dream Big, uh, uh, Business Made Simple. Like there's several, several business books out there that, that really can open your eyes or, or give you new ideas for your business on how to market, uh, how to think about things. How, start with Why is an excellent book. Excellent book to start with. Uh, and then Dream Big is by far my favorite book I've ever read, I think. And it's just it's just that good. Like it's it's a good, good book. It's, it's the one I recommend to everybody read. But anyway, it's another way to reinvest in yourself is to uh even if you don't buy an audible subscription, you can buy the books on Amazon and read them physically if you want. But I like to do it on audiobook because I can work and listen at the same time. But uh, it's always basically just trying to learn more things and, and trying to gain as much knowledge and it's not really gaining knowledge is good but if you just listen to it and don't apply any of it then it really doesn't do you any good to listen to it so just kind of keep that in the back of your mind we have murray woodcraft on here from ireland and says it's 2 a.m there (laughs) but worth it to catch the live wow thank you that is so cool thank you for saying (laughs) that That's so cool. Um, Mill Pond says he loves Stephen King. And Bill, Mr. Bill Lloyd has a question. Have you read Black House by Stephen King? It was a great book, Black he House. says. I don't think I've read that one. I don't think you've tried that the one. The last one. What's the name of that one right there? Darn it. It's covered I up. I can't see it from here. The last one I read was about a, it was the Institute. It was pretty good. It was about yeah. a kid. Um, also, Eric Larson. If you like history, uh, Eric Larson, The Splendid and the Vile, it, that's my most favorite history book. It doesn't read like history. It's it's told in a way. It's like a novel. It's like you're reading a novel, but it's all factual. Eric Larson is a master at telling stories like that. Uh, that's by far is, my favorite book, history book? book. He also has one on the Lusitania. Uh, he has one on uh, uh, mass murder or um, uh, we call it a serial killer in Chicago in the, like the early 1900s. It's really good. I think it's like... Uh, Ghost of the White City or something. I can't remember the exact name. Eric Larson. Good dude. E-R-I-K. No. If you want a good book, read The Silent Patient. Yeah. Did I read read that that one? one. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. We both read that one. I don't know how you say this guy's last name, but it's by Alex Michaelides. Michaelides. Sure. It is such a good book, but it is, you have to, and it's a huge book. Mm -hmm. The Silent Patient. <laughs> That'll give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. The Silent Patient. If you like Stephen King, read yeah. The Silent Patient. It'll yep. give you something to think about. It's a really good book. It's very confusing, though. Mm. Uh, Alex, any woodworking books to start collecting for references? Um, man, if you'll send me an email, 731works at gmail.com. I've got a few in the bedroom. I can't remember the name of them right now, uh, but I'll send you the names of the ones I've picked up recently. That may help you out. What are the woodworking projects on your to-do list right now? 
So craft wants to yep, know. I'm going to build a miter stand. I also mm-hmm. want to build some type Good of night, Southern, tool yeah. cart. I haven't. The reason I haven't started the miter stand is because I'm not settled on a design. I want to shrink the one I've got. It's like eight foot long now. It doesn't need to be that big. I need to make space for the bandsaw, so I'm going to shrink it to about six feet. <clears throat> Maybe. I may shrink it more than that. Uh, I also Andrew need battles. to figure out how to store uh, the planer jointer and all that in a better place. Uh, I actually dropped my jointer off the rolling cart the other night. The, uh, so I need to figure out a way to store all this stuff. I'm thinking about putting a table under the CNC that lifts it up so that the other tools can roll under it. That would be probably the optimal place for those jointer and planer. They can just roll right under there, be out of the way. Uh, I don't really want a flip cart, flip top cart um, thing. Uh, but anyway, that's that's those are on the on the horizon. Uh, we I want to do another outdoor project uh, yeah, soon. We've been trying to. We've been talking that about out. that. Uh, doing another outdoor build. Uh, those seem to be fairly popular. But, uh, what else? Anything else? Something so else. Nick Cross says, just started my own woodworking business, Wicket Whittlers Woodcraft. Yep. Thank you for all the inspiration to get this going. I love that name. And then you have a question on Facebook. I don't think you've answered it um, from Greg Stewart. I have two pieces of oak from a tree I trimmed. Both are dry. Any suggestions on cutting with my bandsaw and what can I make? Both are approximately six inches in diameter and two feet long. That's thick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can make a mallet. Mallets be good projects. Um, uh, We got... uh, Already, Woodwork sent us a, a cutting board that's made out of it has oak uh, end grain, uh-huh. and it it's held up extremely well. So that and it's really pretty, it makes a really good uh, cutting board, end grain cutting board. Um, uh, mallets come to mind. I've got uh, several mallets around, and I've had I built uh, I haven't built any out of oak. I had somebody send me one that was out of oak, but those will work really good because it's really hard wood. Thank there you, Papa Spritas. There was one more question Spritas. I was trying to get to there. It's good to be in on another live. Love y'all. We love you too, Papa. Mm-hmm. Ron Norris says, would you prefer a joiner or a planer? Maybe both. If you can afford both, get both. I mean, they're they're both two different tools. They're going to do two different things. I probably would have picked up a jointer earlier on had I known how useful they were. And because you can, you can face joint one side, edge joint one side, and then you've got two squares edges or two square sides you can work with so that from there you can take it to the table saw and cut the other side well now you've got three square sides and then you just have the one that wasn't through the planner that you're going to have to deal with but yeah that's what i would do okay our moderator says that that's a wrap Man, folks she says one. may the good lord bless you and keep you as you walk your journey this week send them Thank love you. to each of you Thank we love you too steph Last one. Jeffrey Allen says, where do you get your coins for your inlays? Uh, some are sent to me. Thank you, uh, Mr. I've got Dan. some Vietnam veteran coins that I'm going to be doing a project with very, very soon. And But uh, Relentless Defender is where I've picked up most of those um, fallen officer coins. Relentlessdefender.com. So. Mr. Dan says that he's glad to see me feeling better. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yep. Thank you all so much. We hope that you all have a wonderful week. Yep. And have thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. See ya. Good night.